Hi there, Dre. Hi, Peter. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing just, just lovely. Are you ready to, uh, to dip your toes into a, into the waters? Is it clean? Well, I should hope so, but it is a rather ancient well, according to the title. That can go one or two ways. Yes, it could. We are talking about uh, Water from an Ancient Well, which is the 1986 album from Abdullah Ibrahim. All right, now I normally start these off with, so what do you know about Abdullah Ibrahim? And the answer is... Not a thing. Hey! All right. Did you look up anything? No, I just enjoyed the music you just, today. You just listened. Okay. Mm-hmm, that's it. I don't know that much about him either, so I had oh. to go look up stuff. What did you find? I found connections to other artists I enjoy that I didn't know were there because, because I didn't know. Anyway. Okay. So... Abdullah Ibrahim uh, was born in South Africa, in Cape Town. His given name at birth was Adolf Johannes Brand. Uh, although by the time he had started performing, he was going, he was going as Dollar Brand. All right, so he is a pianist. Uh, his mother taught him how to play piano and was also uh, played piano in church. So he. He got some stylistic influence from that. His major jazz influences were Thelonious Monk and Duke Ellington. uh, And it was actually Duke Ellington kind of paved the way for his international recognition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before that, though, by 1960, Dollar was was with a group of other Black South African musicians that recorded the first jazz album recorded exclusively by black South Africans in South Africa. He did move to New York City for a time. He got married. He apparently had some influence or was influenced by quite a number of people involved in the black power movement in that area around the time. And it was through their influences that he actually started putting more, he started putting more influence from African music specifically into his jazz. Ooh, I'm going to have to go find it. Well, you hear actually quite a lot of that in this recording. Maybe that's why I loved it so much. I don't know. At some point during the, during the, during like the later 60s, he moved back to South Africa, uh, converted to Islam, and changed his name to Abdullah Ibrahim along the way. Had a daughter, had a son. His daughter is rapper Jean Grey. I don't have any of, yeah, I don't have any of her uh, album releases but I have a couple of tracks that she's done with other people. The other connection besides her that I found was with Hugh Masekela, who is one of my favorite jazz musicians of all time and is also South African. He was among that group in 1960 that recorded that first uh, jazz album in South Africa by all black South Africans. Ibrahim's wife is a jazz singer. I'm going to screw up this first name. Sathama. B. Benjamin, you know, I know he's he's done a lot of collaborations with a lot of very big jazz names. He he briefly led Duke Ellington's orchestra. He's performed with Max Roach. 
the dude's just been around and done like everything there is to do in the jazz world. And he's been recording pretty consistently since 1960 and continues to. He is 87 years old and his last recordings in this discography are from 2020. So not bad. I respect it. I don't actually remember when I acquired this album. This is probably one of those that I just grabbed off of eMusic like at the end of the month because my credits were about to expire. (laughs) And I was just looking for something interesting that had the right number of tracks. And I know I've listened to this before, but I don't think I'd ever given this a real close listen before this week. And clearly I didn't know that much about uh, the performer in particular. So what'd you think? I loved it. Yeah. I did. I know that, that I, when we finished up last week, you were like, <laughs> you seem you seem nervous. You're like, I've never heard of this guy. I don't know what this is. Water from an ancient well. Is this like going to be new agey? <laughs> I didn't know what we were getting into. I didn't know if we were going to have like some music from other cultures going on or what. Mm-hmm. It gave me no hints. So I was surprised when I turned it on and then I loved it. I fell in love. I did today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And when I sighed a second ago, it was because I realized that second track was for her. And mm-hmm. I was like, that was my favorite one because it was just so pretty. Mm-hmm. I, that's when I got up and ran into the other room like, hey, Chase, you need to listen to this album. It's amazing. I can hear everything. Oh, so much excitement. I mean, just from a technical level, nice, nice, clean production. You can hear everybody. You can hear everything going on. It's like everybody's in tune with each other. Yes, I was like, I feel like I can pick out all the instruments. And if I listened hard enough, no, I couldn't pick out the number of people. But it was amazing. Was there anything in particular that really stood out to you? I mean, you did mention song for Sathema or Satima, Sathema. I got to look up to see if I can figure out how to pronounce that name. Yeah, and then Water from an Ancient Well, although long, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that one. Because it felt like everybody was singing through their instruments. Mm -hmm. And I really, really enjoyed it because everybody had a personality. And I had a weird association, but I was wrong on all fronts. So (laughs) tell me, tell me, come on. You're all about weird associations. So the wedding, when it came up, I had a flash of a scene I've seen in a movie. And I immediately thought it was a Spike Lee joint. And I think it was school days. And I think it was a love scene. But the one that I found did not have jazz in it and it didn't have the colors that I remember in my, in my head. Mm-hmm. So I might be wrong because I couldn't find the scene like clipped anywhere. Can we, can we take a sideline here for just a second? What? Why does Spike Lee call all of his films joints? I don't know the why, but that word sounds normal to me. So <laughs> it's like, it, it only occurred to me just now that practically everything I've seen by him is labeled as Spike Lee joint. Well, joint means thing. So this so joint just, right here, this good. We talk about, you know, if I heard a good song, there's so, been times out of this joint is good or this food, this, this joint good right here. I don't know where joint comes from, but I remember it means thing. Okay. Because this thing I'm experiencing right now is whatever I say it is. This joint good. That's why I always use it. Your turn. This was such a nice change of pace. Even before... I did some reading up on him. I'd listened to this a couple of times first before I looked up anything or did any research whatsoever. Even before that, I was like, 
I could hear similarities stylistically, that is, uh, between him and Huma Sakela, who I have mentioned before, who, again, is one of my absolute favorite jazz musicians of all time. I was pleased to to go into like Wikipedia and other places and see, oh, look, there is a real connection here. I don't know either one of these guys. I'm like, oh. Was there anything you didn't like? No, I loved it. The entire thing. Was there enough? I- was there enough variation to keep your mind on it? Or was this a better album for just letting yourself wander with it? I could do both. Yeah. The only time I may have started to wander was during the water from an ancient, water from an ancient well. Mm-hmm. But that's just because it was so long and I was doing other stuff. But no, it wasn't hard to do a close listen. And it just, I enjoyed it. I'll play it again, front to back. This is something that makes you want to go explore more? Absolutely. Like I want to put my hammock stand in my backyard and play it while I'm out there in the sun. Listen to all the trees swing. There's a lot of big, tall trees back there. I will say the first time I listened to it, I forgot to hit repeat. Mm-hmm. And everything that played after it was, it was great. I don't know. Whatever, whatever playlist it spawned. It was, yes, I'm going to do that again. Yeah, I was enjoying myself. About an hour later, I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't I heard any songs repeat. What I wanted to look up was to see if, is he still performing? I believe so. I don't know if and, he has, like, during COVID. But, and, but I and, do know his last album release was only in 2020. Oh, well, then I need to know if and when he will come to the jazz festival here, because I would love to go sit out in the park while he's on that stage and just lose yourself in it for a while with the whole crowd of people who are doing the same thing so i just looked at the producer credit on this and his wife is credited as as the producer see and i wanted to ask if they've ever performed together now i really want to know like is she singing on anything because you know right but on something for sathema that song specifically is like i wanted the vocals Mm-hmm. But they were not needed in any way. It just was like another layer that if it was not there, it would have been nice. But without it, I still didn't care. Maybe so. You made maybe you would have wanted some wordless vocals and not necessarily some. I some don't lyrics. care what kind of vocals. I don't care if they had words or not. I think that, that would have been a nice layer. And but without it, it doesn't matter. It mm-hmm. doesn't change anything. It's just, ooh, what if it did have them? Oh, they were probably amazing. That song like really pulled me in all the way. Mm-hmm. Like I might have to play that one. That's going on the playlist. I, I have seen in some of these readings I've done here, some references to in specific like Menenberg, uh, which one version of is on here, Menenberg Revisited, being like foundational to to a style of jazz called Cape Town jazz, referring mm-hmm. of course to Cape Town, South Africa, which kind of, which makes sense because I've heard that general kind of feel, that vibe, that style before, but I never really put it together as being mm-hmm. like a specific like subgenre. Now I feel like I need to go find more of the jazz that's labeled like that. I think this is going to stay on a playlist or two for a good while now. So. So. What comes next? Probably the part where we rate it. Unless you got some complaints. You know, I don't think I've got anything to really complain about. Write that down. Why should I write that down? This isn't you the first time. always have a complaint. <sighs> Maybe not. I always have a complaint. You just 
think I always have a complaint. No, you don't always have a complaint. My complaint is that I don't have a physical copy of this. And I'm really working hard to not buy more physical albums right now. Do you have any complaints whatsoever? I already told you I did. I absolutely love this. All right. So this is this is an inspirational album for both of us. We want more. It is. I'm going to get more. Yeah. So I don't know why I don't. I don't really have much of anything else by him. Oh, Peter. But at least now I have some some terms I can use to go search for other things. I've got other links. Yeah. I've got connections I can explore. Man. All right. You know what's coming next. Now we got a rating to happen. A nine. Wow. Because <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. And I'll play it over and over and over again with no issue. It's beautiful. I can hear all of the instruments. It's inspirational. Yeah, even the things that I would like to add don't really matter because even though they're not there, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's just exploration type deal. Yeah, so nine. I'm going to give this an eight. I This hasn't been in rotation long enough to hit like this is one of my favorite albums kind of status, which is what it might have to be to be like a nine. But it could get there. And I'm not going to rule out changing my mind and, and ranking this, rating this higher in the future. All right, then we'll take that. All right. Are we what's ready? next? Yeah, I know. I was just going to ask, are we ready to uh, find out what's coming next? Yeah, let's keep this adventure rolling. Hey, Google, give me a number between one and 2,104. Here's a random number, 1,811. Ooh, hasn't gone that high in a while, has it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh no, we're listening to Weird Al's Bad oh, Hair my Day. God. Yes, Bad Hair Day. I felt it. And that's our show for this week. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening through, and feel free to leave a voice message on our page at Anchor.fm. There's a link to it in the show description. Thank you to Dre for joining me, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, be good to your music. It's been good to you.